Hey guys, and welcome to episode 10 of The Dreamer's Disease. Yes, the magic number 10. My name is Alex, and on each episode, we'll hear the stories of inspirational people who are out in the world and following their passions. I just want to take a moment to thank you for listening to this episode, and thanks for everyone who subscribed so far and left reviews. Um, If you do want to subscribe and find out more, you can head over to iTunes or any other podcast app and just search Dreamer's Disease, or you can go to thedreamersdisease.co.uk and listen to everything there and you can also head over to the instagram page which is dreamers disease underscore podcast for daily quotes and little bits of inspiration so on this episode it's a very special one because the lady i'm joined by was a huge inspiration on me and why i started this podcast she goes by the name of megan roxanne and she's a co-founder of the good quote during our chat we spoke about so many different things from how she built up her brand starting out on tumblr moving on to instagram and now having over 20 million followers how she made over a quarter of a million pounds just selling merchandise from her website how she overcame depression and the importance of self-love and why she finds that so important to share that message and she spoke even about a really hard time in her life when her mum was suffering from cancer and she went through a really dark period And also we touched on mentors and how it's so important for people to find mentors and how here in the UK we don't really do it as much as as our our peers over in the US. So we covered so many amazing topics. So I don't want to hang about anymore. Let's jump straight into this one. Here's Megan's story. Hey guys, so I am joined by a very amazing, inspiring young lady by the name of Megan. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm great, thank you. How are you? I am fantastic. All the better for having you here, obviously. Um, (laughs) So to start things off, can you let people know who you are, a little bit about yourself and what you do? Okay, um, my name is Megan Roxanne. I um, am the co-founder of The Good Quote on Instagram. I have over 20 million followers on Instagram. And my main mission is to raise the consciousness of the masses and promote and encourage healthy living, well-being and high vibrational living as well. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. (laughs) And so where did you start out with all of this? From Um, what I understand, you started with a Tumblr blog. Yeah. And it kind of (laughs) snowballed, to say the least, (laughs) from there. Yeah. So, um, okay. So it all started in 2011. I previously, I was working, I was in uni. I dropped out of uni, I quit my job, um, and I went through a really strange period. I was in a really dark place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realised I was going through a depression when um, I went days without going to bathe or anything. I was yeah. just in my bed. I spent six months, six to nine months just in my room. I didn't wow. speak to anybody. I switched off my phone. I was just really miserable. I was just unhappy. Yeah. And um, and what I, caused that? Because I was just unhappy with the way everything was going. I've always been a creative. I've always been, I've always wanted or envisioned myself making a living off my own creativity. Yeah. And that wasn't the road that I was going down. I was doing everything everybody else wanted me to do. So I just stopped. I, just, I couldn't be bothered to be honest with you yet. If I'm not going to do what I want to do, then I'm not going to do anything. Yeah. And um, I realised I was in a really dark place um, around early 2011, and I didn't, I didn't know when the days ended. Like days just started to merge into one, which is why I, I went days without doing anything. You know, didn't go out. Didn't. Yeah. 
and I realized I was in a depression. So I went online and I started looking for inspiration or just some sort of affirmations to help me get up again. And I couldn't find it. So I went onto Tumblr and I started to look around and I realized it was new then and it was really buzzing, a lot of creatives on there. So um, I was listening to one of Wiz Khalifa's albums at the time. I think it was Cushion Orange Juice. Yeah. Yeah, And I took a lyric from one track and I Googled a picture of him. I put the lyric on top of the picture and then I posted it. And then the next day I woke up to like 25,000 followers on Tumblr. And then in one day, day, day. I I kept refreshing the page because I was like, I didn't know anything about Tumblr either. I didn't know how fast the following is because Instagram right now is quite fast, but I didn't know. So I checked my inbox and it was just bombarded with so many requests. So I just kept doing that. And next thing you know, on Blackberry Messenger, everybody was sharing these, um, these picture quotes. And I started with music quotes and then I went on to emotions, et cetera, et cetera. Um, about three days later, I had a round figure of about 30, almost 40,000 followers. Wow. And at the time I was in debt with my mum because yeah. um, I tried so many different ventures before and I got into so much debt, like so much credit card debt. My mum has always been very supportive. If I have an idea, she'd be like, here, you know, yeah, yeah. take the card and, you know, good luck. And um, I opened up a store and I was selling Cool Story Bro. At the yeah. time, that was a really cool saying. So yeah. I was selling that on jumpers and I made like £36,000 f- wow. by the end of that month. Yeah. And how many followers um, did you have at this point? I only had like 40,000, 50,000. Is it only? Yeah. <laughs> well, compared to that, <laughs> yeah. And um, <laughs> it was just crazy because I was in so much debt, but I was able to accumulate more money than my mother made annually. Yeah. And... Um, I just continued and within the first six months on Tumblr, my blog was called Cushion Wisdom. Mm. Um, I made 250,000 off selling like really cool slogans. And then PayPal shut me down because I didn't know I had to trade for a business account. I was trading for a personal account. So they held my money for 180 days. And then I had to open up an account with um, my bank and open up a different account of Shopify and just started again so I can make sure I could pay off back those customers yeah. and ship out their stuff. And yeah, it was crazy. And um, for the first two years on Tumblr, I was posting music quotes and I realized a lot of trademark and copyright issues started to occur. And a lot mm. of blogs were getting deleted. So I stopped and then mm. I was thinking, okay, cool. How can I get this message out? Because people really like these quotes and yeah. these quotes are being shared everywhere. And then I started a group called Fameless around November 2012. Mm. And I linked up with some really amazing writers, um, some writers who are really big now as well on Twitter and um, started making picture quotes out of their quotes. So I was using their content to make um, positive affirmations and mantras and positive quotes. And this had a better reception than the music quotes Mm -hmm. because it was more relatable. Mm. So everything was going great. And then I met my business partner, um, randomly introduced through a long friend, a long time friend of mine. And then my mum got cancer in 2013, breast cancer. And I stopped everything. Mm. I stopped blogging, I stopped selling, I stopped everything and um, looked after her for a year. She had like six cycles of chemo and a long cycle of radiotherapy as well. And um, 
Then in 2014, I went onto Instagram because Tumblr wasn't... I have 4 million on Tumblr, but it wasn't doing... I, I knew I couldn't get to where I was trying to get to yeah. on Tumblr. And then when I first met my business partner, he came to me with so many ideas of how we could expand the business. I was fine just being on Tumblr. Yeah. But I didn't know that we could take it this far and we have literally stuck to everything that he said. Mm. And so I went onto Tumblr in 2014. Um, I was flying out to Trinidad. I took my mum to Trinidad for like six, seven weeks so that she could just recoup and relax and get back to her and be around family after the treatment. And I think my first picture on Instagram is literally me sitting on the plane. Yeah. Or, or my mum and I sitting on the plane, I can't remember. And I was just saying, you know, I'm taking my mum home yeah. and can any, if, if anybody needs any help or any advice with cancer, email me. Yeah. The time I landed, I got like, Five, six, seven thousand emails. Just really? my, yeah. I actually made an email account just yeah. for that. I thought I only have a couple of hundreds. Yeah. And and was that just was that on your like personal account or was that that on, was on a good quote? Yeah, and the first post. Yeah, that was the first post, and I was thinking, oh. wow, because obviously I promoted the Instagram over to on on Tumblr. Yeah, but there was people that didn't even know where I originated from. So yeah. I was thinking, okay, this is new people. So I started working with Fameless and putting their content on a good quote and we just grew yeah. and three years now we mm. have like 20 million and we've opened up an agency we have a merchandise store we're bringing out an app um, we have um, loads of collaborations with people we've broken a few artists mm. uh, we've broken a few authors we have great relationships with book publishers now so um, the main thing that I'm focusing on this year is um just the app but yeah. halfway through the journey in 2015 I got introduced to somebody else um who became a partner temporarily and um that was a really difficult period yeah. because I've never studied business before yeah. so I didn't know what their intentions were mm. and you know I don't even know how to explain it but they were trying to take the business away from us and yeah, yeah, yeah. that whole process was just so painful mm. and um after that passed around 2016 we just decided to just go through full phospho and just just, just do everything yeah. stop delaying and then that's when we opened up the agency and we've just been working online so yeah. Yeah, we've got a lot of celebrities that follow us, a lot of influencers, but most importantly, everyday people. Yeah. And our main aim still is to just provide a place online where people can get out of a dark place yeah. or have mental health awareness advice or affirmations, mantras, healing advice, self-love quotes, whatever. We just want to become the most positive platform online. Yeah. So, yeah, that's literally all i do right now amazing um so first of all is mum did mum fully yeah mum's okay? cool okay, she's good. like three nearly four years cancer oh, amazing. Now. Oh, yeah so thank god that's good um great so your co-founder you said came in with really good advice in mm -hmm. terms of like a, almost a business plan mm -hmm. what were those key things that you've done that you've now stuck to to in terms to grow um well he is a music lawyer yeah. and he studied business and everything. Yeah. So I always say that I am like the creative aspect yeah, of the yeah. brand. I needed somebody like him and, you know, the universe aligned us and we've been working together ever since. And um, some of the ideas he came with were so far-fetched. Yeah. He was like, yeah, we could, have a, we could have a music label. We could do this and this and this. We can, we can create an app. We can 
have a website. We could do, and I was just like, yeah. I'm just on cushion. I'm, on, I'm this is cushion wisdom. It's yeah, like yeah. we need to rebrand. We need to change the name. I knew I wasn't going to get anywhere with the brand called Cushion Wisdom. Yeah, obviously for obvious reasons. So we changed everything and we rebranded it to the good. So it was yeah. the good quote, the good vibe, yeah. the good fitness, the good store. We opened um, up a SoundCloud and we started posting um, music from unsigned and independent yeah. artists. And we worked with some really cool people. Um, we actually got one guy signed in Canada. Um, and then we went on to trying to create the website and we've got a website now. And then the last thing is the app. Mm -hmm. um, the agency is really good because that's what funds the business as well. Yeah. And we work with a lot of people, a lot of brands as well. Um, and it's crazy reach and what we can yeah. do with one page yeah um, our main page has 12.4 million our second page has 3.7 um and combined when we do a campaign for somebody we're known to help writers go from zero to half a million followers and sell over 150,000 wow. books wow. in the space of six months yeah that's literally what was one of our case studies yeah so it's just it's big. And I saw that and I thought to myself, I'm a writer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been doing this for like six years now. I'm going to start pushing myself. So yeah. that's literally what I'm trying to do now. So I've had like my own personal account. It's called Roxanne's Vibe. Yeah. I posted a lot of my quotes on there and a lot of memes. I just wiped everything. So yeah. I wanted to start afresh. And it currently has like 888,000 wow. people following it. But I don't know what to do with it. I'm so picky. Yeah. So I'm just leaving it until... So you've only got one post on there at the minute. Yeah, I've only got one. And that's just me saying, I'm here, guys. I'm going for it. And yeah. just wait. <laughs> it's yeah. coming. So, Amazing. yeah, that's literally... That's breakdown of everything. Yeah. Um, oh, and personal-wise, I think between 2015, I think, but I know between 2015 and the beginning of this year... I, was in a really bad relationship. Mm. Um, when I met the temporary partner, after that I was in a really bad place and then I yeah. met somebody and that transpired into an emotionally abusive relationship. Oh, okay. And I just came out of that and I'm trying to heal from that. Yeah. So I'm giving myself like a year and that's when yeah, yeah. I decided to come out as a writer and so many great things has yeah. happened this year. Yeah. And you'll be surprised like how much your world and your life changes and the people around you change mm. when you start to love yourself more and find more self-love more self-belief yeah. and just i don't know I, i've never been this happy yeah. for a long time and it's just really cool and this is one thing that i will definitely write about in my book in the future is mm. self-love and the power yeah. of self-empowerment honestly yeah. it's just the best thing so that's where i am right now and it's okay. just a really good space to be Great. And so I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit here. Sure. What would be your like top five tips for self-love? Um, okay. First of all, patience. Definitely have to have patience with yourself. It's not going to be an overnight conquer. Like it's going to take a while. You know, you need to be able to look in the mirror and say, I love every aspect of my body and squeeze certain things that might be out of shape or whatever. You need to... If you love yourself, you're going to eat better. Yeah. Um, I really wasn't aware of that until my mum got ill. Yeah. I used to train with um, Shaka Bars for about two years. And he taught me a lot about nutrition and um, plant-based diet, plant-based diets, yeah. etc. And I realised when I started eating like this, I felt better. I thought better. I mm. moved better. Everything mm. around me just improved. Um, so I would say that's number two. 
Um, number three, um, setting setting goals for yourself so that you know what you're trying to achieve in the long term. Yeah. Um, realistic goals as well. Um, number four, self-educating. Definitely researching whatever it is that you're interested in. Yeah. And uh, number five, I would say manifestations. Yeah. Definitely manifesting and believing in yourself and believing in what you could achieve. But for me, self-love is different because I'm, in order for me to be successful, I have to yeah. love myself yeah. more. So those are the top five things that I had to do, which has helped me. Yeah. You know, I could go on, like, removing toxic people from your life. Yeah. Um, you know, getting a hobby, getting hobbies, adding structure and discipline to yeah. your life. This is all a part of self-love. Yeah, yeah. It could go on, but those are the top five things that helped me. Yeah. So, yeah. Amazing. And so what would you, what do you do with, from the agency point of view, what kind of work do you do there and how, what um, made you take that decision to set up a kind of agency side of things as well? Um, when we passed like six million followers, I realised that we have a huge following that is growing. I mean, on Instagram, we get likes every second. Yeah. There's not one time and I don't go on and I yeah. refresh it and it's like one, yeah. one second, one second. So it's one. to turn your notifications yeah, off, it's basically. Just, oh, yeah. It's just, <laughs> the battery would die. We tried it. The battery dies in like 15 minutes. Really? Yeah, it's crazy. Wow. Um, but the reason why we started the agency was to bring more revenue to the brand, so that the company, so that we can do more. Yeah. Um, so we tested it out with um, like food brands and... Um, Oh, I'm trying to remember the name of the company. This is not important. Yeah. But we realised that we lost a lot of followers doing that. People didn't yeah. want to see okay. us promote yogurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, um, on the good quote. Yeah, on the okay, good yeah. quote. So we started working with other pages, like other influencers. or And we had one guy who was just very money-orientated. And we lost about 250,000 people within that campaign. Wow. That was the biggest loss that we ever took. And we were like, okay, we can't do that. And then we realised that, you know, we promote quotes. We promote self-love and positive living and thinking why don't we just start working with authors mm. so when we started doing that it was just it just it just made sense mm. and our first the first author that we worked with she came to us with a small budget and she had zero followers and she's now on five hundred and ten thousand. Wow. and i think yeah. the campaigns lasted for eight months yeah. and she's gone clear and we realized that not only are we able to provide you know positive messages for people but we're actually able to change yeah. lives as well yeah. so the agency definitely works hand in hand yeah. with what we're trying to do wicked and who are some of the authors that you work with or have worked with um i'm not allowed to say okay cool. yeah. right. okay fair enough <laughs> i'm not allowed to say but um i could tell you the authors that we work with in regards to the fameless com um, campaign yeah. um a girl called dulcie ruby uh rachel walchin yeah. a guy called melanda um etc etc we've yeah. got a lot of people and they're all based in america yeah i'm trying to find uk writers but it's difficult mm. but yeah it can't be there must be loads out there it's hard it's like when i'm looking on twitter because i source everybody on twitter yeah. and i can't find anybody yeah i literally can't i can't find anybody yeah. and maybe i'm just not looking in the right places yeah. or i'm not following the right people but i really want to be able to work with more british people yeah rather than americans because yeah. i'm from london you know yeah. so that's definitely something that I'm trying to do in the next next quarter. Cool. And so you obviously you've spoken a lot about 
positivity and self-love and mentality and mindfulness etc but would you say that you're a spiritual person yeah I mean I've been going to church since I was seven and it doesn't do anything for me I stopped going around the time I started my business because I thought at that time God failed me Mm. why am I feeling so bad why am I stuck in this place you don't exist kind of thing Mm. and that's so far from the truth but now, again, with self-love, I've been able to talk more to God. I don't think of God as this man that sits in the clouds and just yeah. starts poking his magic stick at everybody. Yeah. I honestly think God is energy, and I feel like we all have God inside yeah. of us. We all have goodness inside of us. So when it comes to being a spiritual person, I'm just trying to go with the flow. Mm. I'm trying to read more about spirituality and you know, chakras and et cetera, et cetera. And I'm just trying to learn how to pray. I feel like manifestation is a form of praying. Um, yeah. I feel like if you put goodness into the world, you do good to other people, yeah. then you speak things into existence. Mm. It all comes back. Yeah. I, that's one thing that literally I believe. And yeah. I don't know if that's God. I don't know if that's a form of spirituality. I don't, I don't know, but I can't sit in a church yeah. and listen to somebody talk for like two or three hours that doesn't bring me closer to god i don't feel i feel more closer to god when i wake up in the morning and i meditate Mm. you know so that's what i'm going to continue doing one of the main things i've wanted to do i just don't have the time to at the moment is to start reading as much as i can about other people's religions one of the things i despise is ignorance Mm -hmm. hate ignorance um i feel like we are living well we are living in the world of technology we have everything at fingertips you want to find out about something this instance you can find out and now you know that information in your head um and i love learning i love it i used to read i used to listen to an audiobook every day Mm. um trying to get back onto that Mm. um and one of the main things is if i'm going to dedicate my life to a religion i need to know the ins and outs everything i need to know why i've chosen this one and it's not just because I was born into it or my parents, you know, forced me to go and it's because I chose in it. Yeah. So I don't know anything about Islam, as mm. I was saying. I don't know anything about Hinduism or Judaism or anything. I don't know anything about mm. these other religions. And at my age now, that's quite embarrassing to yeah. say. Like, I, there's no reason why I don't know these things. So that's one of the things I want to do before I decide... Or if I do, if I decide to dedicate my life to a religion, but yeah. all I know is that there is a God. Like this world is an amazing place to be in. This is just look at the sky. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> one night when it's like sunny, just look at all the different colors. I remember one thing. My mum was going to church. My mum was really religious, and she was going to church. And I think this was before she started chemo. Yeah. And she called. She. We, I, I speak to my mum every morning. Like I wake up early. I lie in bed with her. I just talk to her for about an hour. Yeah. Um, it's always just been me and my mum. Yeah. And she was saying before she started chemo, there was one stage where she was in the car and she was driving to a church, um, being driven to a church. And she just looked in the sky the whole time and she was thinking like, how long have I got left to see yeah. the sky? Yeah. And it's like, after she said that to me, I thought to myself, we take so much yeah. things for God. Like, how can we say there isn't a higher being yeah. or a, a, a specific energy force that's created all of this? Like, I don't know. So for me to deny the presence or the existence is ignorant and yeah. I would never do that. Um, so that's my opinion. Mm. I don't mean to offend anybody, but 
I've seen a lot in life to believe that there yeah. is something out there, especially yeah. protecting me yeah. of all the dumb shit yeah. that I've done. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that's my main thing is if to call myself, you know, I'm spiritual. No, I would say right now that I'm a student. I'm yeah. just learning yeah. and I'm trying to become yeah. more or closer to the source. Yeah. So yeah, that's where I am right now. That's a very interesting way of putting it about being a student because I'm kind of in a very similar place in terms of not necessarily trying to understand more about religions specifically, mm. but just like spiritualism. Is that, I think that's, that's, that's the right word or not. Yeah. But, um, so I just finished reading a book called Soul for Happy. Okay. And it's written by um, a Muslim man who's, he's got a whole backstory, where, where, but there's a whole part in the book about a creator. He doesn't reference a God or, a, or Allah or anything. Mm. He talks about a creator and how mm. the world and everything we see and live is so perfect. And yeah. How every element to it is so perfect for it to be here that it's almost impossible for it not to be have been created by something or mm. someone, which is quite interesting because I'm of the belief that oh, I believe in energies rather than like a, a, a God a or whatever you want to say or a being Same. or a person. Yeah. So it's more about... Um, you know, like you were saying earlier about positive energy attracting more positive energy and mm. negative energies attracting more negative energy. So if you can put more positive ones out there, you're just going to attract more of it onto yourself mm-hmm. and how things can come full circle for you in that kind of sense. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of like where mindset is, but having it, like what you just said about being a student mm. is, is, is a very interesting way of putting it. Um, I think that, I think, I agree, by the way, with everything that you said, the positive energy, reciprocating, etc. Yeah. Um, I think when you look around you get to that point where you just you become really content with life yeah. um i was in the uber the other day and the taxi driver was like don't you love this weather and i was like yeah i love all weathers yeah. and he's like even when it's cold i'm like yeah he's like yeah. even when it rains i'm like yeah when it Not rains so much the rain but yeah. I, I love the rain i've always loved the rain since i was a kid yeah. i used to just like i used to just love yeah. watching the rain or sleeping with my window yeah. open of the rain and it's like when you see the rain it's like Every, every every season has its purpose. So yeah. when it rains, it sounds so crazy, but I always give thanks because I'm like, okay, the, yeah. at least the earth is becoming nourished. And, yeah, well, it, yeah, yeah it it's, it's feeding, it's yeah. literally feeding the world. And then when it's sunny, it's like, okay, things are starting to bloom and yeah. things are becoming to harvest. I don't know. It's just like, yeah. there's different seasons. And they all, I don't know how, I just don't know how like yeah. people can just think that this all happens by yeah. chance. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But, but it's funny because what you're talking about, the rain and, and the weathers and the seasons is I've always got this reference point in my head of the Lion King. Yeah. Because you know where there's like the, the scene at the end where it's like raining and there's thunderstorms and Scar and Mufas- uh, Simba having the big fire. Yeah. And then because it rains, like, all the plants start to grow. Again yeah. And the whole kingdom comes alive again. And when we sit rain out of our window, we just think, oh my God, it's so great and miserable. Yeah. But like you said, it's actually feeding the earth. It's in a sense. one of the most positive things yeah. that could happen. And in, in, in a lot of films or some films, it's 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 given that point of view of it's actually like a really good thing. And it, even like when you watch Planet Earth or the David Attenborough documentaries, yeah. like where somewhere it's like dry and this, but then when it rains, everything starts to blossom again. It's so it's like, the yeah. soil and the earth. Yeah, it's a great thing. It, it symbolizes so much as well. I think, yeah, rain, seasons in general, the world, everything's just yeah. amazing. Exactly <laughs> it's, it is. it's dope. We're all very privileged to be here. Yeah, we are. We really are. Yeah. It's one of the main things, um, that I used to post about on Cushion Wisdom. Um, and this was something that was I was able to encourage myself in regards to getting out of depression yeah. is f- 
I could only speak for myself. I'm not speaking about people who go through depression, but for me, I realized that when I was in that stage, I was very ungrateful. Mm. I, was un- I wasn't grateful that I actually woke up. Yeah. You know, I woke up this morning, 50 million people every year die. Yeah. I woke up today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How can you be, de- how, can, how can I be depressed if yeah. I woke up today? Like, yeah. okay, I'm healthy. I have food. I have a roof over my head. My mum's still alive. All my friends are still here. There's so many positives. And then the only mm. thing is, oh, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Yeah. But everything else is still working. Yeah, yeah. But I'm so fixated on this that I'm not focusing on anything. Yeah. And it just comes across as very ungrateful. Yeah. So, you know, when I post on on Tumblr and when I start writing more, I, I definitely will be encouraging people to just start loving where they are now. Yeah. Stop fixating on where you want to be. Just just focus on where you are now yeah. and appreciate everything you have now. Yeah. You know, some people may not be as fortunate to have what I have, but you still have, you know. So mm. I don't know, it's just it's hard. I feel I, I, there's a lot of hurt people yeah. out there. There's a lot of people going through things and I feel like the world or people just need one big group hug. It's yeah. <laughs> literally what I'm trying to do through the good quote. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Cool. So your story is obviously quite intertwined in terms of like the good quote and your, your business essentially. Mm. Um, you've spoken a bit about the kind of hardships you've had in your life with your mom and relationships and stuff. Mm. But what setbacks have you had from a kind of business point of view in terms of trying to build and grow the good um, quote? The setbacks have been all self-inflicted. Yeah. Um, I'm used to be, I'm a procrastinator and I used to be really stubborn. I don't take people's advice. Why yeah. I didn't use, I have to feel before <laughs> I learn yeah. and I'm not doing that anymore. It's, yeah. it's a waste of time, but um, I procrastinate a lot. Yeah. Um, that comes out of fear of being successful, um, which stems from not knowing who's going to be around or who's going to change, which mm. is stupid but it's a really big fear yeah. of mine which is why I procrastinate um and not taking advice not listening to mentors I'm around so many great people um so many people in such high places who've had such long history yeah. and where they are and I'm not listening to the advice so then I'm going if in things blindly and just failing you know I should be much further than where I where I am now yeah. um but I didn't I'm not because I refuse to listen. Yeah. I'm impatient. You know, these are the kind of things that, and it's all personal. Like I say, my, my, like you said, my business and my personal life are entwined. Yeah. So if I don't wake up and work that day, yeah. my business will be affected. Yeah. So in regards to those things, that's what set me back. I've had quite a good journey in regards to business. Um, apart from the temporary um, yeah. partner, that was really it. Yeah. I haven't really had many setbacks. Yeah. Um, social media has been growing since 2009. And I feel like I'm, I'm fixated and I'm sticking to the main thing, which is quotes. Yeah. I'm not trying to go all out and, you know, do other things. Yeah. So Staying in your lane. Yeah, I'm staying in my yeah. lane. I'm minding my business. <laughs> and I'm sticking to the mission. Yeah. So... Um, there, ha- yeah. there really hasn't been that many setbacks. Yeah. All the setbacks have been personal. Yeah. yeah. That's good. So you, you've mentioned a few times about mentors and uh, you've got a mentor yourself. Mm-hmm. How, how do you feel the kind of idea of mentors or mentorship is received in the UK? Because I feel like we should be doing more yeah. for it. Because in America, it's kind of a real thing. Like everyone has a mentor. Yeah. Everyone talks about their mentors and it's like a really obvious thing and 
I think over here it's not so much. How do you feel like we can improve that almost? I think it takes people like us because I'm 28. Um, I don't know how old you are. 29. Okay, you don't look it. Thank you, <laughs> you don't look 28. So. <laughs> but um, I feel like we need to start becoming mentors for the kids that are in school, yeah. in college. Um, mentorship is probably the most vital thing ever. Mm. Like I can't, I can't, it's so important to have a mentor yeah. or as many mentors as you can. Yeah. And people, I understand that people may be shy to approach or might have a lot of pride, but you need a mentor. If you yeah. see somebody that's doing something great in life and you aspire to be like them, you need to go up to them and say to them, listen, I want to be just like you. Yeah. How can I get some of your time during a week? Or I will donate some of my time. I will work for free mm. in exchange for knowledge or yeah. information or work experience or whatever. Like you need to put yourself out there in order to gain the attention of people. Yeah. If you want someone's time, ask for it. But yeah. you're not going to get anywhere if yeah. you don't have somebody behind you. Yeah. There's no way you're going to be successful if you do it by yourself. Yeah. There's too many sharks out there there's too many people who are waiting for vulnerable people that mm. who don't have any guidance or anything around mm. them you need mentors one of my men i have i have a, I have, a I have loads of mentors i have um my mum when she was 16 came over to england from trinidad she worked she got a job we moved into hertfordshire she got a job working for a jewish company uh she was the only black woman in the whole area and in the workforce etc etc and this she she only had the qualifications to be a typist mm -hmm. and um, a fabric cutter. Yeah. And she ended up being an accountant bookkeeper. And wow. she worked for the same company her whole life. She's only had one job. Yeah. And because my mum was a single parent, you know, summer holidays and stuff, I was at work with her yeah. in a little corner drawing and writing stories and shit. And um, sorry to swear. And um, my mum's boss became my mentor and he gave me my first job at 13. Um, he died last year. And he taught me so much about charisma and mm. business. Um, at 13, I had to, I, I, I really wanted to learn from him. And he taught me how to work, how to handle invoices. He had a massive clothing company. So I had to collect orders. And it was such a hard job. But at 13, he was paying me £250 a week. Wow. So it was crazy. Yeah. And I was doing that throughout the whole of my summer holidays until I turned 17. So... I learned so much from him. I would used yeah. to go to the bank and cash all the money in. And if I didn't have him, I wouldn't be doing this right now. And yeah. at the same time, my mum had another boss in the same company and he is my advisor, my yeah. financial advisor up okay. to today. He's yeah. 75. Um, then I have people within the industry. Yeah. Um, I have a few others. I, because of my page, I'm able to hit up anybody. So yeah. I messaged Erica Badu, you know, I was like, I want you to be my mentor. I'm still waiting for a reply. <laughs> but she'll she'll reply, I'll manifest it. She, yeah, she's gonna sure. reply. But um I, I, I hit up anybody. I was able, very privileged to um be in the same environment as Akala for a long time. Yeah. So I was able to listen to what kind of books they listen to and um take in what kind of documentaries they watch. Mm. I trained with um like i said before shaka bars so i was able to learn more about nutrition and yeah. just overall um ways to improve my community etc so anyone who i can learn from yeah. i'm i'm sticking with yeah. them 
trust me like yeah. I have as much to offer as you if I see that you're going in a direction that I'm interested in I'm going to I'm going yeah. to stick with you so it, a mentor doesn't have to be a hundred years old it can yeah. literally be someone who's two or three years older than yeah, you yeah yeah but you, you know need, sometimes they don't even have to be older than they you they don't they literally the don't thing. you don't it's age doesn't it's not it's not doesn't come with knowledge yeah. like this could be someone younger than you who's yeah. mentoring you yeah. but I think in the UK it's vital to have a team of people around you and the only yeah. way you're going to do that is if you branch out yeah you know you need guidance yeah. you need as much help and supervision and assistance as possible yeah. you need people who have links in places that you need to get to that you wouldn't be able to get to by yourself and you need someone who cares simple yeah. as you need someone who's going to look after you and I don't know I don't yeah. know how people do it without mentors yeah. <laughs> it's the most important thing honestly yeah, I'm is. surrounded by mentors yeah I'm trying to kind of open myself up to that more in terms of not just the learning point of mm. people also trying to like offer people advice and help and stuff because they like said I, I think it's massively important yeah because a lot of people get caught up in that with the like monetary value of trying to help someone mm. but it's actually think about the stuff you can learn from that person and take forward into stuff that you can then you know, go on and turn your career and earn money from anyway. Yeah. Rather than thinking, okay, but you're not going to pay me to help you or you're not going to do this. Like, not everyone can afford that, but if they can offer you the advice, that's invaluable. Listen, I, oh, I hate, I hate the way people just think that if you have, if you, if we don't, if you don't pay me, then we can't work together. So yeah. it's not, it's, I, recently we, we got in touch with somebody who contacted us and through our agency and they were like, we want you to promote this really cool um, beverage, et cetera, et cetera. And they'll pay us a certain fee. We were like, cool, no. Um, we would rather do it for you for free yeah. and pick your brain for like a week. Yeah. Not everything is about money. Yeah, like money is just so irrelevant, especially in a creative aspect. If you're going to learn from people, I'm not, if, if, if a young person came up to me now and it's like, okay, I know what you do, blah, 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 blah. Can I have an hour of your time? I'm trying to do this. Do you honestly think I'm going to charge them? Why? I get a hundred pounds or fifty pounds petrol money <laughs> for what? I would rather just give yeah. you that gem for free yeah, exactly. because if I don't, I'm actually stunted, and that's gonna that's bad karma in yeah. my in my opinion. I don't know. I don't know. People are strange. Money shouldn't be the the main yeah inspiration for yeah, you to exactly. help people. You need to help people because you want to. Yeah, because you needed help at one stage yeah. and you were broke too. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so. Yeah. You know, you need to you need to help, yeah. and I feel like in the UK we're not really not really open to help each other yeah. as much. If you go over to the states, everyone's very friendly. Yeah, and I just I do hope that we, that changes that yeah. whole attitude changes over here soon. Yeah, but that's just that to me. That's I'm saying that, but everybody that I've met in the UK have been really great. Yeah. but again, I come from owning a really good platform. If I was a nobody, I don't know how receptive people would yeah. be. And I feel that it's the, the the underdogs and the beginners is who we really need to be, you know, helping. And yeah, mentors are just so important, yeah. man. I can't stress. We could talk about it all day. <laughs> yeah, we could. We really could. Because it's all about the learners, isn't yeah. it, really? Um, so last couple of questions for you. Um, so if we wound back time, went back in time, and you could give your younger self some advice. So pre-setting up your Tumblr, you know, pre even uni whatever 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 moment you feel was the best to offer this advice what three bits of advice would you give yourself to start doing mm. and what one thing would you tell yourself to stop doing um start saving mm. and being more um 
my mind's gone blank. Um, start saving and be more responsible mm-hmm. financially. Stop spending on nonsense. Um, stop feeding into peer pressures from groups um, to consume into meaningless material objects yeah, <laughs> when yeah. you could really be using that money to travel, um, start a business, um, read more. And that's it. I wouldn't change anything because then I really wouldn't have been where I am now. Yeah. Like every single point got me to where I am now. But if I had to, what was the second, last question? Uh, give yourself one piece of advice to stop doing. Stop procrastinating. Yeah. Stop being scared. Stop being scared of what people think. People are going to think yeah. what they want to think. And most of the time people don't think for themselves. If you sit down and ask somebody where they got that opinion from, they would say, yeah. oh yeah, ITV News yeah. or, or this or that. It's yeah. like people don't actually think for themselves. Yeah. So why are you going to be scared of somebody else's thoughts that aren't even organic yeah. to them? It doesn't make any sense. So stop being scared um, and stop procrastinating. That's yeah. it. That's the two main things yeah. that have always been my problem. So that's it. Sorry. Cool. That's all right. Everything else, I'm happy it happened. Yeah. All the bad stuff, all the negatives, I'm glad. Because yeah. it literally made me stronger. Learning process. Yeah, yeah. it's just all a learning process. Yeah. Without that, you'll just be out here feeble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, these things just definitely helped strengthen my mentality yeah. and my determination. So yeah. everything else is fine, but yeah. procrastination and being scared. I know a lot of people can relate to that. Um there's nothing to be scared of yeah. out there. There really isn't. If anything, people, the same people that are ridiculing you for stepping out and trying to, you know, follow your 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 purpose, they wish they had something to do. Like, yeah. like most people would trade places with you at any given, but I just feel like we overthink situations. Yeah. And most of the time when we think people are against us, they're not. So we should just stop being scared of the inevitable. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. So... Those are the, that's the two main things I would tell myself. Cool, perfect. Um, and then last question, what would be your ultimate happiness goal? Um, okay, with the business or in, in general? However you, you um, answer that. I would like to create one of the best wellbeing apps. We have millions of people on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to retire in the next, seven years and just live a really simple life yeah. in the West Indies. Yeah. Just go back home. That's yeah. it. I'm not about the city life yeah. or I just want to just do what I was supposed to do and go. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Honestly, it's very simple. Just keep putting out good energy, keep working yeah. and collaborating as many people as I can, making this whole thing become as successful as I can yeah. and just migrating somewhere that's yeah. just like people always... are gonna need you you can't leave the people i'm here i'm <laughs> online <laughs> but i just want to see sun every day i want to yeah. i want to be able to pick stuff from the trees and eat it yeah. and go to the beach that's that's all i love to yeah. do like, i just want to go home honestly yeah. i'm so homesick yeah. so that's the perfect scenario okay. for me i'm successful and financially free and i also have endless freedom to do yeah. what i want yeah amazing okay great and so before we wrap up can you let the people know where they can find you online, both the good quote and yourself okay. personally? Um, you can find me at Roxanne's Vibe on Instagram and you can find the good quote um, on Instagram, the good quote, the good quote.co. Um, the good.co is our website and the yeah. good store.co is okay. our store. Cool. That's Amazing. all of the websites. <laughs> all of the stuff. Yeah, that's everything. <laughs> well, thank you for joining me. It's been a pleasure and there's thank loads of great stuff in there that 
not only am I going to take away, but hopefully listeners will as well. So thank, thank you. you very much for, for being here. Yeah, thank you so much. So there we have it, guys. That was Megan's story. And as I said, you know, she's such an amazing person. And we, we carried on speaking way beyond the recording for like another hour nearly about everything, for, you know, very, very much in detail. She's very much in tune with herself and showing self-love and, you know, being inspirational and sharing that love amongst her peers and people that she tries to inspire through her work and, you know, for her, whether it's through her agency and bringing up authors and writers or if it's just through Instagram and sharing the love and the, on the pages that she owns. And she has a real strong foundation and belief in that kind of, that belief of manifestation and really trying to nurture your thoughts and, and make them turn into positive things that you want to see in your life. So it's a very much an incredible outview on life and you know I was really really pleased to have sat down with Megan and spoke to her and got heard her story you know there's so much more to come from her it's still early days and I'm very much excited to see where she's going to go and where the good quote's going to go in the future so we'll keep our eyes out if you did like the episode guys it'd be amazing if you could you could hit me up on Twitter at I am Alex Manzi let me know your thoughts also head over to iTunes make sure you subscribe leave a review all you have to do is search Dreamers Disease and I really hope you could take a lot from this episode because I certainly did listen to Megan's story um, so you know we're all, we're all here we're all living this life and it's so important to go out and chase the dreams that you want to that you want to follow and the passions that you want to pursue so hopefully you can take a little bit out of this episode and take that forward into your life so thanks again for listening in and I'll see you next time